You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome to Little Diva Energy, your fortnightly slice of something extra. I'm Holly Morgan, I'm obsessed with divas and my husband Tom is also here. Ahoy there. Ahoy nautical. Little All salute. Aboard. Chug, chug, chug. Oh, just blew into the end of that mic. No. That's whistling for you. He's an audiophile until he gets to whistle. and then. Did you just accuse me of? <laughs> Unbelievable. And I married you anyway. Um, so, yes, we'd just like to say up top, everybody, it's been a really shitty, really difficult couple of weeks and we have made a conscious decision to make this light. It doesn't mean we're not going through it. Um, what we would say, uh, today we're recording, it's the 16th of March and uh, the... Reclaim the Streets Just Giving is still open. So if you would like to donate to Reclaim the Streets is Just Giving in honour of Sarah, then your money will will go to a variety of women's charities. We've made a donation and um, we'll do that and organise and we'll all be with you. We are with you. But we've decided to make this something uh, to uh, to distract us all. On that note, let's talk about stupid, fluffy, silly things <laughs> <laughs> like cakes. First off, Tom, let's talk about some of the amazing feedback we've had from our part one of our sister episodes Oh, on Marsh P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera with the astonishing carrot. What a fantastic guest. Absolutely loved it. Just such a pleasant two hours, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half. Yeah. Just can't wait to do it again. Yeah, I know. Just such a lovely person. And uh, yeah, just a wonderful, really interesting hearing people's reactions to that as well. Everyone's been really, really lovely and really positive and said how much they've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's interesting that we're doing this podcast now and that has been our express mission. But the the, the one with Marsha as well was, and will be the same with Sylvia, mm. they're hard lives to talk about. Yeah, they are. Because they weren't easy. Mm, and mm. so it's quite it was it's quite tough considering this podcast is quite irreverent yeah. <laughs> at times uh, and we we'd like to keep it that way and so trying to strike the right balance between uh celebrating the beauty of Marsha's life and also acknowledging the tragedy and the darkness was was quite a balancing act and mm-hmm. I think you did such a great job of writing, I'll of start. putting together the information and writing the script for it. Um, oh, spoiler alert, we use the script. Um, <laughs> and, and Carrot did such a great job um, of bringing... Carrot is so knowledgeable. Yeah, bringing a, a knowledge, but also a light touch to yeah. that discussion. So thank you to them uh, from the bottom of our heart for, for really being the, the absolute perfect contributor Absolutely. to have that particular conversation with yeah um and we i know we were both really worried about it in the run-up so mm. and it's been really nice to hear a couple of people feedback and say it, that it did strike the right tone for them maybe it didn't for everyone yeah. maybe the haters are staying silent silent hate 
<laughs> I'd take silent hate over very loud hate any day. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Because, you know, we, we look for patterns as humans, don't we? And we, we've been speaking to Carrot for a long time about getting together to record that episode and various things have come in the way. And then we were like, oh, fantastic. Uh, last month seemed like a good opportunity uh, for LGBTQ plus History Month and Pride. And then we were like, now it's now it's not that, now it's March. But actually... If the events of the last couple of weeks have shown us anything, uh, we always need to be talking about activism and people, women, who are brave enough to combat hate where they find it and to dedicate their lives to making other people's lives better. Uh, which we'll obviously a conversation we'll return to with Sylvia Rivera, uh, mm. which I'm really excited about. Really excited about recording. Yeah. Fantastic. So, without further ado, we've got not one, not two, but three pieces of outside broadcast for you on this uh, little diva energy. Uh, I would like to go first to Rich's Bitch. Oh, yeah, I don't know much to say this week, to be honest, except um, really lovely hearing Carrot talk. Like, it made me yearn for, like, cabaret and drag and live music and live performances and gay bars. Like, ugh, I miss it so much. But it feels so close at this point. You can, like, taste that carrot. Like, I can't wait. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to Adarami Adajokin this week. She was a lady who won probably a holiday on Saturday Night Takeaway, which I know is straight culture, but I love Saturday Night Takeaway. Anyway, when she won her holiday and or 250 quid, she celebrated by ripping off her wig and dancing around the lounge with her daughters. And I just think that is queen shit. I love her so much. It's my favourite video I've seen in so long. And I think everybody should go and watch it because it's excellent. Um, finally, I actually meant to message Tom about this a while back, but I forgot, so I'm just going to do it publicly here. A few weeks ago, Electric Angels, which is a pop music blog and they have a radio show where they play like niche mainly naughties pop music for gays um they did a poll to find the nation's favorite britney spears song it was a very complicated poll it was like a multiple scoring systems and i don't know it's a real gay excel shit which i live for um anyway the winner was stronger and i just want to get your opinion on that because obviously stronger is a straight up banger at an easy top probably seven or eight in the britney spears catalog but like it's not the winner is it like, surely the winner is definitely toxic. And I just don't know if we as a society are ready to have that conversation. But also the winner is actually, actually work, bitch. And I just know we as a society are too heteronormative to have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God someone is brave enough are you saying... to, to stand up to. <laughs> <laughs> that radio station. <laughs> I think, to be honest with you, Rich, Britney's the winner here. Yeah. We're the winners for having for all having of those it. songs available to us to choose between. I'm going to play Devil's Avocado here. Like, I I prefer Stronger to Toxic. What? I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And this is not just me playing to the playing to the cheap seats. Yeah. Rich. <laughs> uh, the first thing that popped into my head was Work Bitch. <laughs> I just want to say it. It just really? popped into my head. Maybe that's just because it's been on my mind recently, but it's just, <laughs> it's, yeah. It, it popped into my head. I've I've not yet made the decision. I'm very much working on the fly here, mm-hmm. as you'd expect us to on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not guaranteeing that that I'm eventually going to come down on the side of work, bitch, being my number one choice. <laughs> but I'm just going to say it's up there. I'm going to say that Stronger has a an empowering message, which is, albeit less pithy than "You want a hot body, you better work, bitch." <laughs> I would say slightly more um, developed. 
Uh, it also has a banging routine involving a chair. That's true. That I mean, is true. It does have that routine involving Divas a chair. Divas on chairs. Liza in Cabaret. Good. Britney in the Stronger video. Probably end of. Those are the only two people who can work a chair. There must have been at least three chairs in the um, Lady Marmalade cover. Yeah. Used. Yeah, I'm sure there's some chairs in there. Three or four. People, write in with your observations. Favourite chair-based diva <laughs> things. All things, including a recent video. Is that covered in Weekend Diva? Lies no. on a chair? Uh, yeah, we'll get back to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's um, it's good that we're having those conversations, Rich. Yes. Yeah. That would be my answer. That's why we're all the winner here. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm not going to come straight down on Work Bitch, but also like what is great pop music but telling stories? Um, and I think Work Bitch tells a story. It, it does. It is a story. There's a story behind it. It's it's not just a set of empty lyrics. <laughs> Based around a, uh, some words that she wasn't necessarily briefed on before she did the press jacket. That's the story. That's why I enjoy it so much. <laughs> Maybe it's not the best song, but it's it's got the best tale. Oh, I love, love her, love her, love her. Right, okay. Next piece of outside broadcast coming from within the same house as Rich. It's Chris's coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, guys. It's uh, Chris here from Chris's Coincidence. Um, I was just listening to your podcast episode about Marsha P. Johnson. Um, I thought it was really informative, um, very educational. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, Marsha P. Johnson is, is, is a hero, a legend of our times, an icon. And I don't really have anything coincidental to say, because how can you compare to somebody like that? You know, um, I'm just a, a normal everyday kind of guy, you know, in the last few days alone i've managed to watch 13 episodes of below deck mediterranean but i don't think that's anywhere near as heroic as marsha p johnson anyway i guess maybe if i had to find a coincidence marsha p johnson is from new york and i'm from new cross um does that count i wish i was iconic as Marsha P. Johnson. Anyway, um, I've got to I've got to go and start Below Deck Mediterranean season two, and you know, see see who's going to get the biggest tip and all that kind of stuff. All right, bye. What a coincidence! Oh, happy birthday, Liza! <laughs> oh, Chris! Chris, a very downbeat, existential moment there from Chris. Maybe we shouldn't have got him to. To be our coincidental uh, reporter in the field. No. he The coincidences that happened to Chris are too spooky to... I mean, Well, I feel like the spookiness has got to him. I know. Maybe. They say that, don't they, about people who can channel the spirits. It just takes its toll. They do. If you think about, like, is it Hayley Joel Osment, that little boy from the, from Sixth Sense? You wouldn't want to see him now. Yeah. Oh, he's been through it. It's sapping his okra. Or... Is that a vegetable or a colour? It's like your your aura, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, the colour's gone. Well, Chris missed out on Chakra. It. Chakra, not okra. 
<laughs> the one that did the, the interview with Harry and Meghan. <laughs> well, we'll be hearing more about that shortly when we go to our anti-royal correspondent. Chris missed out there, a coincidence. Stonewall's on Christopher Street. Oh, easy. See, the spookiness just follows him and he sometimes it's too overwhelming for him to pick up on. Right, okay, I'm very excited to announce... We have now got a message from our very, very special anti-royal correspondent. It's your friend of mine, my cabaret wife, Cat Loud. Hello, it's Cat Loud here, Big Diva Energy's anti-royal correspondent, coming to you with the inaugural and only outing of a segment called What the Fuck Are They Up To In There? Which could be about any British institution, but no, no, I'll be taking a quick look at Buckingham Palace's jangling skeleton closet because, yes, I've got a couple of things to say about Harry and Meghan on Oprah. But let's first get into the diva commentary. So, number one, a pregnant lady walking flawlessly in stilettos. Nothing but admiration for Meghan. Oprah's choice of comfy casuals and a soft, approachable pastel sweater. She exudes royal energy without any effort whatsoever. We love. Her use of the dramatic pause? A masterclass in theatre. The rustic outdoor interview location giving us down-to-earth, a place-in-the-sun, home-away-from-home realness is something we can only aspire to. And a ginger man toiling in the Californian sun. My heart bleeds. But jokes aside, age 11, Meghan Markle wrote a letter to Procter & Gamble telling them that their soap commercial was sexist and they changed it. This woman has a mission and she isn't here to play. And what does it tell us about an institution when a woman with ambition and personality cannot survive in its walls? Harry had to walk behind his mother's casket in front of the entire world purely because Buckingham Palace didn't want the thousands of people lining the streets to boo his dad. This is a man who has a very real reason to want to protect his wife from her scum press and his racist family because, let's face it, if the general public is asking the question which member of the family is the racist one and coming up with different answers, odds are the family in question is probably a bit racist. And it's all very well and good to say you don't care about the royal family or you don't read the tabloids so it doesn't affect you or even look up the, look up at the sky and scream eat the rich. There is a very loud and important bottom line here. The way we as a society talk about women in public informs how we treat women in private. And from what we've seen in the last week, we collectively have to care now more than we ever have before. We absolutely have to use this as a learning opportunity to make our feminism more intersectional to better see and hear black women and amplify them, to better see and hear people who are struggling with mental health and support them, to better challenge and rid ourselves of small men who get rejected one time and turn their bitterness into a televised hate campaign against a woman over a number of years. And for all those who uphold imperialism, do you want to be silent or silenced? Choose your fighter. I've been Cat Loud. This has been What the Fuck Are They Up To In There? And remember, all of the fabulous royals are dead. Brilliant. <laughs> all of them. All of them? All of her. Absolutely <laughs> iconic. Fantastic. Thank you so much to our anti-royal correspondent there with some very important uh, very important messaging about women's uh, the, the way that women are treated and also the way that you know one has to think about auburn colouring in the sun. Um but um, it's yeah, she's so formidably intelligent and brilliant. What an, what a treat to get someone to uh, put their thoughts together for We're us. We're so lucky to have her as our anti-royal correspondent. We are. We are so lucky. We love her. 
Fantastic. Well, we've heard from all of our outside broadcasts. So now we're back in the studio with the Weekend Diva. Weekend Diva! Right, Tom. Now, you chose not to watch Celebrity Bake Off with me, mm-hmm. uh, which is absolutely your prerogative, but I am going to talk about it. So, <laughs> now, I sort of, I know that it's all a bit basic, but if Tom Allen's on it, I'll watch it. Uh, Tom Allen. Good do- rule for life. Yeah, if Tom Allen's on it, Fantastic. Uh, and Jade from Little Mix is going to be on it this week. So what? Oh, I'll definitely well, watch that. Well, I know, that. you've got to watch that. Uh, Lexi Burke was on. Living bitch. Living bitch. Now, we've got no evidence that Lexi Burke is a living bitch. We've, <laughs> we've got every reason to believe, in fact, she's very nice. But uh, it's just how we refer to her in this house. It is what it is. <laughs> she was all right at baking. Well, she was less shit than the other ones. And so she won. How many were there? Um, oh, five. Who was terrible? Um, uh, Tom Tom Allen wasn't great. Oh, I thought Tom Allen was presenting it. No, no, he was actually behind. He was baking. Oh, now, what Lexi Burke so become completely <laughs> Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, assuming that Tom Allen presents every program I want to watch. <laughs> um, I think he does. He does the extra slice now, so that's that's not Stockholm syndrome. No, he does the apprentice thing, doesn't he? He was like, oh, I'm one of the family on it. So I think he might oh. do both. I think he does the, the add-on programmes of all programmes. Give him more. Give him more. As long as he's not taking jobs from Alan Carr, I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Lexi Burke clearly wanted, <laughs> wanted to be really good at, at baking and was like, oh, yeah, we're all having fun, but I do want to win. And she did. Um, That's like her on X Factor, wasn't it? Yeah. All over again. And she was the best. As she was on X Factor. Um, I would also like to... What happened to us on uh, in this week, behind the scenes, uh, little scenes, vignette for you here. Uh, we did a gig as Stevie Nicks and Lindsay Buckingham from uh, Fleetwood Mac. And we did this for our mate Ed, who runs something called Cheese and Wine Painting Club. And despite the fact that I had a very ropey wig on and have no I'm some I am younger than Stevie Nicks I can say that without that being uh, immodest I am <laughs> I am younger than Stevie Nicks you've been physically on this earth for about 40 years less than Stevie Nicks has and the fact that Ed repeatedly said Halls is going to do a song now sorry Stevie sorry Stevie <laughs> and at one stage I just stopped doing the accent four people four, four count them have asked Ed if this is the real Stevie Nicks. One sent him an email asking if I was the real Stevie Nicks and would I sign her record. <laughs> so, I do, I'm so frustrated by that. Because she's got a record. Yeah. She almost certainly bought that first time around. Yeah. All I'm going to say about that is um, I'm going to take it as, as, as a compliment to my impression rather than a comment on my old, old skin. <laughs> or a comment on her tired, tired brain. <laughs> um, so now we're going to do a lot of reporting now on the Grammys, which happened yesterday. Which I also didn't watch. Don't worry, you don't have to, because I'm here. I've been really busy. <laughs> you have been really busy. Quick plug, why have you been really busy? I've been working on Out for Blood, Out the story Blood. of Carrie the Musical, yes. episode nine out tomorrow. Our penultimate ep, guys. Penultimate. Penults. Um, also, just going to say, there is a better help code on our sister podcast, Out for Blood, so if this week has got a bit much for you, 
you could get the code off that. Um, yes, so uh, you've been busy recording out for blood. I have had time to look at the outfits from the Grammys. In the run-up, Elton John was... Well, Elton, welcome to showbiz, John. Nailed his colours firmly to his diva mask. Who do you think he wanted to win Best Album? It wasn't Phoebe Bridges, I know that. It was Phoebe Bridges. Oh. Elton wanted Phoebe Bridges to win. Oh, lovely. He loves her. I think I, she's great. I love her. I think she's great. She is great. She didn't win. Oh. Um, but she um, she looked stunning. She came as a glitter skeleton. You know that glitter skeleton look? Yeah. Because her first, I think it was a bunch of promo shots from her first album. She's wearing like a skeleton onesie. Oh, yeah. And so someone put them side by side and said how, how it started, how it's going. Because <gasps> it's, it's, it's the same thing, but she's, it's glamour. Oh, incredible. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I'd like to think that if you strip most divas back to the bone, it's diamonds. I thought you were going to say, sounds, sounds like Phoebe Bridges. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think acoustic Madonna songs are like Stevie Bridges. <laughs> uh, Phoebe Bridges. No. Um, so she looked fabulous. Oh, shut that down quickly, didn't you? <laughs> what, Madonna and Phoebe? <laughs> no. There's no comparison. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Come on, Phoebe Bridges me? is fine. <laughs> She's absolutely fine. We all know she's absolutely fine. <laughs> Not changing anything, is she? <laughs> Not literally Madonna. Um, anyway. Wow. So, back to the outfit. Do you see, listeners, do you see what happens <laughs> when you even approach the trap? <laughs> Look, I'm going to continue trivialising things by talking about what they're wearing and, and before I get to talking about the important stuff. Megan the Stallion... Looked resplendent. She looked, I mean, I'll tell you, it ain't Terry's chocolate orange anymore, it's Megan's. She looked like a glamour chocolate orange. <laughs> Absolutely flawless. Uh, she broke the big old uh, dick streak that they have had on Best Rap Record as well by winning. Nice. Good for you, Megan. Lizzo also looked fabulous, she always does. Uh, Beyonce and Jay Z. They do. They they are rocking this sort of. I mean, they've been doing it since the um, the Bonnie and Clyde tour, haven't they? But they do this kind of uh, like rock and roll, hip hop gangster thing. I don't mean that in a kind of like gangster. I mean it like like gangsters with their shades. They just look like they're undercover, most glamorous undercover people you've ever seen. And all right, I've reached the important bit. Beyonce is now the world's the the the, fe- the female with the most Grammys ever. Absolutely fantastic. She's the most rewarded singer. She is the she just beat out Alison Krauss now to be the most awarded female uh, performer, and she's the second most awarded person. That's amazing. It's incredible. And the minute she found out, uh, has spawned a meme where she looks absolutely devoted. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. She just well, she looks like she must really like blown. Alison Krauss. She loves Alison Krauss. She's absolutely livid. She loves a bit of fiddle. Yeah, but I mean, and, she, and Blue Ivy won a won a uh, Grammy as well <laughs> so, for being in the video. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, bit of fun. Yeah, and uh, the Megan Thee Stallion remix won with with Beyonce. So yeah, it, an absolutely amazing night for women. Stunning, smashing it, girls. Fantastic. Um, now, 
My final part of the week in Diva that I would like to discuss is the fact that Liza Minnelli has had a birthday. Happy birthday, Liza. Happy birthday, Liza. And to celebrate, she did a little song. And she did a lovely little video with a pianist who looked like he could not believe his luck. (laughs) At points. At other points, he looked like he might have noticed that the house was on fire. (laughs) Well, I don't know. A lot of the divas have been quite good about telling us what... That they, A, they've been vaccinated and B, which one they've got. Like Dolly getting Moderna. I don't, I haven't heard if Liza's been vaccinated. And oh, I haven't no. heard what I, what is the music that I want to hear to my ears that Liza's been given Pfizer. Liza's on Pfizer. Why haven't, why haven't the world, why haven't we been treated to that? So maybe he was looking nervous because she hasn't been vaccinated. Maybe. That would be very strange. If a, a 70-year-old woman hadn't had her vaccine. It'd be stranger if halfway through the song she'd passed him a note saying it's all a hoax. <laughs> Do you think Liza's a truther? Scamdemic. Oh, no, no. She'd be, she'd be well up for it. Fingers crossed. If it's not been tested, <laughs> I've had... <laughs> Ten of them. <laughs> I survived Studio 54, I think I can take it. <laughs> I think I can manage an untested drug. <laughs> yeah. Might cause blood clots. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Get rid of all the... <laughs> thin out that blood a bit oh I missed out a a lady who performed really well at the Grammys Um, Taylor Swift the head girl of pop (laughs) I love that (laughs) the head girl of pop uh, received best album for folklore which again is fine don't tell me (laughs) don't tell me it's anything better than that she's just uh, she's just thrown a lot at the wall this year yeah you've got to give her points for doing the most like a head girl yeah it's the perfect comparison yeah she is the head girl yeah, because head- I don't think if we have any American listeners, like head girls, and maybe you do have head girls. I don't know, but it certainly doesn't have the same implication. Say valedictorian, is that a similar? Yeah, thing? but they're not That's the same thing. That's academic, though, isn't it? Yeah, because it's sort of like there's nothing. There's no award for being head girl. It's basically just you're sort of a good all rounder. You're a good all rounder. The 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 staff like you probably more than the students, but the students don't hate you. I guess. Yeah. Generally speaking, that's the vibe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's Tay-Tay, isn't it? It's Tay-Tay. Um, yeah, so she won, she won some some more Grammys. So she's got a shit ton as well. Not as many as Alison Krauss or Beyonce. Yes. Or Quincy Jones, who was tied with Alison Krauss. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Beyonce is the most, most decorated singer. Yeah. So there you go. That's my roundup. That's the weekend diva. Tom, did you have anything to contribute? Something happened at the Oscars, didn't it? They uh, they didn't. Ah, oh, yeah, the nominations. Right. So Emerald Fennell or Fennell? I assume it's Fennell. You've got to hope it's Fennell. Emerald you? Fennell. Emerald Fennell. <laughs> my lovely Emerald Fennell. It's a lovely colour, my Fennell. Em- well, her sister is Coco Fennell, which I assume... Is a drag queen. <laughs> She's a, 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 just, if you're a dress designer and your name is Coco Fennell, you're going to go with Coco Fennell, so it sounds like Chanel, right? I assume. So I assume they're Fennells. They might be Funnels, and they just say it's just written weird. Anyway. Emerald Funnel. Emerald Funnel. Sounds like a Roald Dahl character. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Emerald Fennell has been nominated in a variety of categories for her film Promising Young Woman, which is amazing. And she, uh, there are multiple women who've been nominated for Best Director for the first time ever because the only person who's ever won it is Catherine Bigelow. The only woman who's ever won it is Catherine Bigelow. Oh, I still remember it like it was yesterday, though. Yeah. So sweet. Standing Watching James next, Cameron yeah. 
Just like you know, this malfunctioning human costume. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully the Oscars are going to um, not be a sausage fest for once, which will be great. Fingers crossed. Excellent. So that's our little roundup. I, I think we should. Diva of the week's got to be that lady that took her wig off. Yeah, I think Rich is spot on with that. Yeah. Um, we've got to go, dear listener, because we've got to crack on and watch Siobhan on the old uh, Interior Design Masters. That's right. We're all in on Siobhan, everyone. She's my diva of the week. Yeah. Okay, fine. I I, I messaged her. I, I, I commented on her on Instagram. She hasn't responded yet. Damn it. What? It's all right. Maybe I'll shift the lead just to Michaela Siobhan if I don't hear from you. Yeah. That's intense, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't write that, did you? Because it's no wonder she didn't reply. <laughs> Right back, or I'll decide I'm on Michaela's team. Michaela's on Michaela's team. I know it's because she's so laid back, and you you get frustrated how she's apparently never done anything before. Every single time they do something, she's like, "I've never done one of these before." What have you done? Upholstery, Tom. She's done a lot of upholstery. Um, you're all wonderful. Keep safe. Keep well. Um, I I guessed it on a fantastic podcast called Reluctant. I, I guessed it on a fantastic podcast this week called uh, Persistent and Nasty. Uh, big shout out to those girls who are doing some incredible work. Love them. Uh, yeah, you can still catch old out for blood. Go and catch her and then get up with get up to date with the world as live eps go out. You've got two more eps if you haven't liked and subscribed. Or what are we supposed to call them now? Not subscribe to podcasts. Oh, um, follow Follow podcasts. Um, it's a marketing thing I don't think it works yeah we've got a Patreon and we do Diva Film Club on that which we will be doing uh, for our gorgeous Patreon listeners uh, you can follow us on uh, on all of the available channels apart from TikTok we haven't got our arson gear on that one yet got an account got an account ain't done nothing ain't done no videos you can follow Rich though he's the boldest bish bitch bitch rebranded oh interesting work full circle do you think Lexi Burke's on TikTok as Lexi Burke Living Bitch? Almost certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably on TikTok though. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I wonder if Siobhan from Interior Design Masters is on it. Does anyone want to run our TikTok for us? Oh, go on. Run our TikTok for free. We'd have to send them videos in, wouldn't we? Oh. <laughs> the bit that we'd actually have to do. I mean, the easy bit's uploading, isn't it? I could just strap a GoPro to me and... they just have to pick the best bits. Yeah. Anyway, things to muse on. Uh, take care, everybody. Be safe. Be, safe. Be kind. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.